This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's showtime. Taking down the other podcast one by one. That clip is why people make fun of you. This is all just for the radio. And why Mike? We want business to take care of. We're the number one podcast on the internet today. Welcome to yet another episode of Who Are These Socials, the show thousands of people come to to learn the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? If you can find a show that knows more about social media, we'll sign up for the sit-down Zumok Patreon. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? It's got just two young hip guys talking social media. <laughs> yeah, we're just a couple TikTokers talking about what's up. <laughs> Uh, some people are saying that I won't read super chats, and to those people, I say go eat a bologna sandwich because I will read every super chat that people put in the chat. All right, I'm calling my shot right now. Mike. Yeah, and since like we are doing super chats, if you guys feel like you want to donate, uh, Carl is going to send the money to me, and I'm I run a blind charity, so I'm just feel free to send oh money. The beloved oh, see, chatters. Now we're gonna. <laughs> God damn it. Please don't look into that, anyone. I Why? hope there's no Does investigative do that here? I hope there's no investigative reporters that are uh, showing up here. Uh, Jules David sent a 99 cent super sticker. Thank you, Jules David. So here's our show, Mike. After many months of discussing this, here we are. Very exciting. What a tease. It's, Everyone's been on the edge of their seat. I know. People are like, how do I get through another day? Without who are these socials? People know it's pretty well known. In fact, I'm not a fan of social media, but it's so popular, even though it's more harmful and addictive than cigarettes. And it's never even suggested that we ban it. So there's something to this thing, right? It's never even up for debate. Like, hey, should we get rid of social media? Like, kids are killing themselves. Like, no, 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 no. That's, that's not even, neither here nor there. We're not going to be talking about that at all. It's genuinely, like, I think it's the biggest plague on society today, and I'm on it. So, like, I think yeah. that, and I'm still on fucking I'm Twitter. I'm addicted to Twitter. Day. Yeah, I'm addicted yeah. to Twitter. So, I know, exactly. I'm like, I hate social media. It's like, girl, weren't you tweeting three times uh, before you, you got out of bed? Yes, I was. So, Guys, please point. watch our test show. It's going to be live on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. All right. four ninety nine for the blind cocaine fun. Thank you, Zero Dark Tony. Much appreciated. Um so, Mike, I know you kind of on a podcast level. We're not like real 
friends in, in IRL, right. as they would say. Right. I don't know you personally. I assume that you have a hot girlfriend. And my guess right. is that you also assume you have a hot girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> People gave me shit when you fit on my show before. And I do this thing. I don't know if it's a Freudian thing. I do this thing where I'm like, did you see this? Hey, Mike, did you see this video? Hey, Mike, did you? And I don't know why I keep saying that. And people were giving me shit for over and I'll over again asking if you I saw actually, something. I'm actually more annoyed at the people that call you out for that. Okay. Because that's a natural turn of phrase. But I have to deal with every asshole if I say, like, hey, I saw this movie. Oh, did you? Did you? Uh -huh. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because that, exactly. You understand what I'm getting at there when I say, did you see this? Like, has this, have you passed by this? Has yet? it crossed my radar? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that's the point. That I'm trying to make. So um, I, I want to say I really hope this show goes well because <laughs> I am definitely going to say things that will ensure I never go back into digital marketing ever again. Because I, yeah. I can't well, stand I mean, in front of a client and be like, well, you got to be on TikTok with these videos. Uh, that's where that's where you're going to make the most impact with your marketing dollars. For anyone like that listens to my show that doesn't know Carl and you didn't know he had a marketing background. I mean, just look at the name and logo of this podcast, and you can tell that he is a <laughs> marketing genius. I whipped up a pretty sweet <laughs> logo for us. So one of the things that I'm planning on doing today is asking for help. <laughs> so if, if there's a designer out there who wants to come up with a better logo for us. No one understands the name, and it looks like we're promoting a VH1 game show. <laughs> let, me flash, let me flash it up on the screen here. This is what we're, uh, what we're dealing with. I, I used hot pink for the letters. And put that on something you could easily find with a Google image search. So, not great. <laughs> not, not the best. That's but for sure. My, my argument was, who are these podcasts? It doesn't make any sense either. You know, people yeah. get used to it. Of course. Of course. That, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah. That's right. the inside yeah. joke We're for us fellas. We're making fun of the idea of names. You know? Right. Ex <laughs> Just names in general. Aren't they stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the that. deal? All right. Let's get right into it. We have a lot of socials to share with everybody, and I want to start with this one. This is from our friends over at the uh, the Libs of TikTok, I believe. Oh, yeah. And can I just say real quick, just to anyone, because I know there was, like, confusion over what this show is. You'll figure it out by the end of the episode. We've yeah. done a horrible job explaining it, but I feel like you'll get it pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, pretty I, much based on this clip, you'll understand it. Yeah, I, honestly, I didn't know what this was until Mike and I had a conversation this afternoon. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Now I get it. <laughs> So yes, if you're if you're confused, then uh, you should be because we're all a little confused <laughs> by this. All right, here we go. Let's let's check this out. Uh, this is interesting. This is uh, some woman talk on a, doing a TikTok here. Controversial opinion, but if you have a token white and you're hanging out with your friend group of color, you need to ask permission from everybody in the group to bring your white friend. Like, don't just bring them ask for explicit permission from everyone because just because you're comfortable with them doesn't mean that everybody's comfortable with them i might not be in the mood to deal with white shenanigans that day that's that's all i'm saying <laughs> and another thing it feeds into their ego like don't don't let them think they're a good white person don't don't give them that card to use against other people please okay first off what race is this woman that was that was my first question is she asian I don't, I don't think anyone's sure. any race anymore other than whites. Everyone's whatever they want to be. <laughs> is that what it is? Because it sounds like this is like a, a black woman would be saying something like this, but I, I can't even tell. <laughs> I think she's on the right track, but she's not really going far enough. Like, I say we round up whites mm -hmm. and like put them in a concentrated area, maybe like a camp or something. Like, yeah. I think that's the step we need to make because she's not going far enough. Like, no one's going to follow these lazy orders. You know? I, I agree. 
especially if your white friend is Chad Zumach or Trucker Andy, you, you got to ask permission from your friend group. Before. Right. So, but Mike, seriously though, should we just go back to segregation? Yes. Okay. We're all on the same yeah. page then. Whites and others. We won't <laughs> call know, them coloreds this time around. <laughs> back in the day, it was it was cute. Like we had like drinking fountains, you know, separate drinking yeah. fountains. But maybe we should have like totally separate social media sites. You know, like you, you go on black Twitter and I'll go on white Twitter and we'll just have ourselves so, a time. This is the one of the things I do want to find a lot of. So like submit away if you know any of this, like, you know, lives of tick libs of TikTok type stuff. But here's the problem is like our society now is so ridiculous that I can't tell what's real anymore. Like, I don't know who's trolling me. I don't know who's doing a bit. Like, it's very yeah. hard to tell. Is this late? Does this lady know that she sounds ridiculous and trying to profit off it? Or are we that insane? Like as a culture, the only thing I know for sure is that yay loves Hitler. That's the oh, only thing. a lot about him. Let's not exaggerate. <laughs> That's the There's only thing I know love. for sure. <laughs> so I'm okay with this whole idea of segregating the internet as long as it's not porn sites. Because I'm a sure. white guy. I don't want to look at flat asses for the rest of my no. life, right? That, that would be fucked up. I mean, porn is the, has always been like the most inclusive. Like They'll still establish race, yes. trans, Get any anything you want, you can find in porn. Right. Well, that's what I'm worried about, though, with this whole segregation movement. Based on some of the language, I feel like we're all right. <laughs> all right, good. All right. Well, if that's not offensive enough, let's head down to Brazil. And this is, is this like yeah. Brazil's Got Talent or something? So this one uh, I played on my show a week or two ago. And yeah, it's, it's Brazil's Got Talent or something uh, adjacent to that. And they have decided, like, you know who would be a real treat. Like, we need, we've, we've seen a lot of different communities thrive in this world, uh, but we've yet to see a deaf-mute trans singer <laughs> defy the odds and entertain the masses. This is literally a person who is, a, is deaf, yeah. is a mute, and is trans. I want to be clear to my disabled brothers here. I'm not making fun of this deaf-mute trans person i am making fun of the audience that is pretending <laughs> this is i mean well just watch the reaction it's despicable what they do to this poor person okay so this is um i, I can't remember if they introduced this or not but this person is going to attempt to sing whitney houston's yes. i will always love you brazilian deaf mute trans woman sings whitney houston i will always love you No, I think this is the video of a dog looking at itself in the mirror. We want the singer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, actually, I'm looking at it. It is. This is this is exactly what it is. You know, it's a good thing that Whitney Houston was a crackhead who died young, or she could sue the entire country of Brazil for calling this her song. Is this? <laughs> oh God. So you hear some giggles there. There are a few laughs. Bob Johnson wrote isotopes practice. Go fuck yourself, Bob Johnson. <laughs> That's, that is not cool. <laughs> not to make the same joke that you did, but this reminds me of my buddy Doug, who made, by the way, I should mention 
the jingles department, Doug and Jen, collaborated on our theme song that you heard. It's also yes, Isotope's music. Thank you to Doug and Jen. But Doug turned me on to um, some of these metal bands that have a dog for a lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> Just growl and, and bark. I mean, this is pretty much the equivalent. That's what that. it sounds like. And again, yeah. it's not like... That's what this person should sound like, but there should never be a situation where someone signs to them or whatever they do and says like, you know, you have, I don't know what it is, but you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> it Let's like... get you on stage. <laughs> yeah. It's a little exploitive. <laughs> and I'm all for goofing on deaf, mute, trans people, but this is just sure. blatant. You know, <laughs> it's a little over the top. If you ask me well, by the end of it, like, People are weeping with joy, like the crowd is going wild. And I'm like, that's right, gonna, mean to do. It's I'm going to fast make forward. To, I can't listen to the whole thing. Let's let's get to the end of this. Standing O. I mean, you heard the giggles at first, right? People are like, what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> like, is... Well, she can't hear us. We can get away with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of which, Mike, I've been flicking you off this entire episode so far. Oh, no. Just so you know. You just like these people. You know, if you think that her singing is funny, you should see what happens when she takes her pants off. That's where the real (laughs) laughter comes in on this one. (laughs) Holy shit. What is going on? (laughs) Wow. So, like, that's, that's my thing with social media in general is, like, we are way too extreme in every direction. Yeah. Like I think social media can be used for like, if you learn how to do it and maybe younger generations will have a better grasp on it than we do because they were born with it. But like we are teaching people to be extreme in every direction. So like this is e- either it's amazing and you applaud it or you're cunts like us that are making fun of it. You oh, know? I, th- I think it's mostly cunts like us. Yeah. I'm not going right. to pretend that we're like, Hey, look at us. We're edgy over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But still listen, I enjoy it. Um, all right. Let's you ready to move on to the next one. I am. I want to mention something. This is going to seem a little bit directionless. Like we're just going through and, and laughing at the internet. Right. Eventually, we might even have like some structure to this show. Yeah, this this <laughs> one's going to be pretty loose, but we yeah. plan on some structure. We have like segment ideas that aren't fully formed yet, and things like that. So, like once we find, well, here's the thing. My thing, one of the things I love about WATP is that you guys follow specific characters and yes. things like that. Like obviously, Stuttering John, Chad Zumach, Opie, Patrick Michael, and. I would like to find some of those people that are on social media worth following. And I have a few that I would want to follow, um, but I'd really like some suggestions because you guys might be more, you know, familiar with like TikTok and stuff than I am. Yeah, but that would be helpful. There, there is a guy that I think is a candidate. As far as volume, I don't know if he's going to give us the volume of content that, say, a stuttering John does, but he is as big of a douche probably. <laughs> All right. Now, is that person this Darren Ravel? Darren Ravel, yes. Okay. So you're going to explain this one to me. Yeah. So if you don't know him, he was the business guy, like the sports business guy. He worked at ESPN for a long time. I don't know where he works now, Um, but like he is essentially the business of sports is what he reports on. Okay. 
Um, but he's also very like what an he's exciting an inter- topic that is. Uh, what are they talking about? Oh, like contract sure. negotiations and shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, LeBron signed with Nike again or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's, yeah, fun. It's a it's a it's a fun business. <laughs> but he on Twitter, people have found, is a bit of a hardo, and as hardos often are, he can be very sensitive. So hold on uh, a second, you have to explain this to me. I'm a little bit older than you, Mike. So I, sometimes you have to slow down for Grandpa. I'm sorry. He's a bit of a hardo. Yeah, he's like a guy that like kind of lives in his glory days. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like Chad Z- Chad Zumach is a hard. Oh, okay, yep. Zumach. I okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, does that make sense? All Was right. he popular in high school? Okay, I get yeah, it now. Yes, there, there we go. Yeah. So some of the barstool guys have made fun of him over the years, um, and so that's kind of how I got aware to his sensitivity on social media. Um, and last week. Uh, Ravel got duped was trending across the across the nation. Okay, because I don't know. Did you see that Drew Brees video by any chance? I did not. There was some video where uh, Drew Brees was struck by lightning, and it was made to look like it was real. Um, it Why? Was, What's the point? It was obviously it was obviously it was some promotional thing that okay. he was doing, um, and it was made to look real to get people talking. Now most people knew that if Drew Brees was struck by lightning, the news probably would have picked up on it. Right. Uh before before videos are being tweeted out. Yeah. But uh people like Darren Ravel bought it. Or he would tell you he didn't. Because uh Big Cat, Dan Katz of Barstool Sports, tweeted out that he knew immediately that it was fake. And Darren Ravel replied to that and said, Really? Why are you just tweeting about it now then? Okay. And Dan was like, uh, hey, man, I'm sorry you got fooled by it. To which Ravel replied, I didn't get fooled. And then everyone started tweeting, Ravel got duped. Hashtag Ravel got duped at this guy. So is this video after that or before that? So to prove he's not sensitive about any of this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now we're up to speed. To prove he's not sensitive about any of this. After uh, uh, a couple hours of a beating on the internet, this is the video he made. And you can tell he's really not upset. Okay, good. I, I like it. So, again, the, the Zumach, I don't care approach. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't care so much. Here's a video that I'll be tweeting out about this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Emergency press conference. Emergency press conference. I was so upset when I saw that Drew Brees got struck by lightning in Venezuela. I I called his agent. I called everyone I knew at the NFL. I called the gambling company. I, I just couldn't believe that someone would put him in such danger, that he would stand in that lightning, that he would get hit, that they'd put cameras out there. I am just more upset about this than Paul So this Boy's is him saying everything that he believed was true? Right. He's pretending but he in was a in way on it the whole time. He's like, oh, as if I would believe that. Yeah. He's not helping his case. Then it's like, yeah, these are all the reasons why why you should have thought that was fake, dummy. Put cameras out there. I am just more upset about this than Portnoy's gambling losses. I am That's so That's a shot at Portnoy for making fun this. of him. That's a guy this who's not upset, me. who's insulting the yeah. people who were making fun of him. Obviously. That's how you know he's not upset. <laughs> right. Really, really upsetting to me. How am I going to move on? I don't believe Drew Brees. I think he really was hit by lightning. And this is going to ruin my day. Emergency. Okay. So, as you can tell, he's very upset. Now, I sent that because it happened much more recently than the video I'm about to show you. Okay. But 
uh, also because it, it, I think it shows how easy it is to rattle this fucker's cage. So <laughs> if you if you want to get Darren Ravel riled up, follow him on Twitter. Um, but my first real interest in Darren Ravel, and we talked about this I, uh, on the Kirk Minahan show at the time. I believe that's where it got brought up first to me. Was uh, last Martin Luther King Day? I think. Okay. Darren Vell tweeted something about how much he loves Martin Luther King, like more, way more than the rest of us, which is kind of a weird move. So people just start like, what are you doing, dude? Like calling yeah. him out for that. Plus, no offense to Darren, but I love MLK way more than he could possibly love MLK. Nah, I love him <laughs> the most. Nah, nah. <laughs> so uh, people like just started fucking around with it, calling him a racist and things like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's a fun response to that. So... <laughs> So, so this video again, much like he proved to us, this is a way better video, by the way. But much, to, uh, much in the way that he proved to us, he wasn't upset about the Drew Brees thing. Yeah. He's going to prove to us how not racist he is here. Oh, I always like we have to prove you're not racist. <laughs> yeah. That always goes well. Explain it to to the fan base, so we everybody can get on the same page. Sure, I have I have uh, over nine MLK signed items. I am. Hold on a, a second. You over nine. <laughs> so ten. <laughs> over nine. <laughs> I lost count around eight, but I know there's a few more. I'll tell you when it got to eight, I started struggling. I know I got a ninth. I can't confirm after that. Also, it's collecting autographs. Per- All right, whatever. Well, that's- th- no, that's where we're going, Carl. Okay. So you're going to find that he has one of the great. While some people collect, you know, baseball cards, yeah. uh, Beanie Babies were all the craze for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has been collecting black people merch, which <laughs> definitely not racist. Longest fan of what he's done, uh, and over the last seven years, I've collected. A lot of things. Uh, it's not only MLK. It's a lot of Black history. I own a Rosa Parks uh, signed. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to say jersey. <laughs> Rookie card. <laughs> I got a Rosa Parks jersey. <laughs> <laughs> what position is it? I have a Malcolm it? X game worn jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she was uh, back of the bus was her possession. It was it was a pretty good spot for her. NAACP card. So it was pretty shocking today how I was called racist um, when when I, when I am own a black people's things and lover of black history and it was it was I never expected the reaction that I that I got today. Hmm. <laughs> the guy goes hmm yeah I love that he goes how can I be racist I love black history I also watch black movies you know it's yeah. like well that has nothing to do with all right sure look fine. at all the things of black people I own yeah <laughs> and have set a price to I don't I don't want to brag or anything but uh, I have a Trey White Bills jersey that I like to wear which <laughs> proves that I'm obviously not racist yeah I have Harry Tubman's cleats <laughs> signed. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't enjoy black history. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I I I really am. It, I'm sorry if people think is is that how you're supposed to uh, you're supposed to enjoy black history? Yeah. Uh, Carl, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think he's even sorry. Yeah, I know he's saying right. it, but I have a feeling he's not sorry. <laughs> that a white man uh, can't uh, uh, love Martin Luther King. But to me, that seems pretty counterintuitive. 
You got me? Yeah, they got you. Hey, football, Bill, you have a question? <laughs> well, that case has been settled. Yeah, so no that more, was my no submission. <laughs> so that's my submission. We'll have to get him to break every once in a while, so we'll have to put in a little elbow grease if we're going to follow Darren Ravel. But he is once you break him, he's a pretty easy target. Yeah, it seems like it. All right. I, that's a guy I'd never heard of before. So thank you for introducing me. Oh, my pleasure. To Darren. That's uh all right, we're gonna switch gears. One of the All things right. that's happening on social media here, Mike, is the deep fake. Yes. You know, the South Park guys have that brilliant video where um they use Trump's face, his likeness with a totally different voice. Yeah. And uh, you know, a bunch of other celebrities and, and the whole point is that it's very difficult to tell who what's real and what's not. With well they wanted to make CGI. a movie out of they wanted to make a movie yeah. with that, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the backstory is on that. I I think the South Park guy said they wanted to make a Trump movie where it's essentially a guy like using that sort of technology or something. It's a guy that looks exactly like Trump living in a world where everyone hates Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. I think that was the idea. (laughs) I could see that. All right. That makes sense. All right. So I am going to play this. Now, this is Joe Rogan deep fake. But what's different about this is that it's not a video deep fake. It's an audio deep fake according to mike who found this clip <laughs> right i mean i'll let you all judge what you think is going on here dude like literally hundreds of babies they round them all up with like some sort of giant net thing it's crazy grind them down into a supplement yeah i take that shit every day feels amazing <laughs> jamie pull that shit up it's called baby max or something all right you ready for me to blow your mind right Please. now mike something that you probably don't know okay that is not a deep fake what? Joe Rogan has been a part of QAnon. Oh no! Yeah, this is uh, QAnon is all real. <laughs> Joe Rogan is part of the Illuminati, <laughs> and he is crushing down babies. Why do you think he's so popular? I was just listening to his episode. This puts a whole different slant on. <laughs> do it now. you think he's good at his job? Is that why you think people listen to his show? No, it's because he's eating babies. That's that's the reason for it. <laughs> well, so the reason I sent that one is a. I think it's hilarious to say to hear Joe Rogan say he's eating babies. Yeah, but. Also, like the idea that the and there were those Tom Cruise videos going around. Yes, those that are fantastic. Like Tom Cruise. Yeah. So, like the more that shit comes along, like like I was saying about that girl on Lives of, Lives of TikTok, I'm gonna have no idea what the fuck is real in like three years. Like who said who actually said anything? It's gonna be chaos on the internet if we don't figure this shit out. Will that be? Uh, will that be? better for our lives because honestly if we just ignore everything it's like who knows what's real and what's not real wouldn't that make life easier there is no news there's no fake news because there is no news (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) like i don't even think there's a war in ukraine right now i think all of this is made up (laughs) i've seen no evidence yeah are we still on youtube what's going on uh useful rooster five bucks and i've been missing a lot of these we'll get back and read them but i just this one caught my eye Here's to the please don't throw a music special for Christmas this year fund. All right, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I named that episode the last ever music special. All right. Is this an ice tops thing? What are we talking about? Well, I, I put out an episode around the holidays one year where I just oh, okay. played a bunch of my old songs that I'd written and recorded. 
and I call it oh, a, what a, the very last what ever a music douche. special. <laughs> yeah, People folks, could... and this next one I think you're really gonna love. <laughs> yeah, that was literally what I did. I played <laughs> FM DJ, afternoon DJ, just like, all right, now the bass on this one is, yeah. If if you want, I like to... a guy. That's usually making fun of other people's podcasts, making you sit through him singing. <laughs> yeah. If you want to really dislike me and end the show, go back and check out that episode. Oh, excellent. Of Who Are These Podcasts. <laughs> um, all right. The next one that I have pulled up for us here is a Ruth Conda. Yeah. So you didn't, I, we were talking before. You weren't yeah. familiar with this trend? Well, I didn't know what it was called. You, yeah. You knew. What, but then I'm once familiar I, with this trend. Yes. So for anyone else that doesn't know you, if you remember the tweet when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, can't remember who it was, but someone online said that their five-year-old uh, ran into the room and said something poignant about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and then said, Ruth Conda forever. <laughs> and I just remember the tweet ended with, now that's a culture clash I can get behind. <laughs> and so uh, KFC from Barstool actually branded those the Ruth Conda Awards because it became a real trend on the internet. Like Eric Swalwell is a great one. Yes. Where... Uh, if you follow Eric Swalwell on Twitter, we were talking about one of his tweets one day where he was walking through the Capitol building and some, you know, MAGA supporter took his son aside and said, hey, watch out for that guy. Yeah. That's Swalwell. He's, he's trouble. trouble. <laughs> Swalwell, yeah. he's trouble. <laughs> he's a real badass around yeah. D.C. Like he's fucking <laughs> Bruce Wayne walking through Gotham City. <laughs> so, so that's one of my favorite trends on the Internet. And then um, there was someone the other day who gave a pretty good example of one, an audio version of uh, Ruth Conda, which is actually pretty rare. That's usually on Twitter. So this is one on Twitter, and this is coming in from Catherine Clark, who's the House Minority Whip Elect, and a very short clip here. But let's see, uh, let's see what her kid came to her and said. But they've also given us a model to become our own leaders. And let me tell you what it means to to me coming in as a different generation. I remember my middle child waking up with nightmares over concern around climate change. But okay. Ah! <laughs> You're right. So here's my question on this one. What would a nightmare about climate change even look like what would be there there like oh my god i just had a dream that we we skied fewer times last year than we did the previous years it's it was terrifying warmer <laughs> i went to school in november and didn't bring a coat with me it was so terrifying Bob, please tell me it's just a dream settle my nerves here <laughs> it reminded me of the uh norm mcdonald bit where he's talking about people who say they're afraid of north korea and he goes, do you ever wake up in the middle of the night? <laughs> ah, North Korea. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least North Korea with a nuke or and a missile. Like there's something right. to be afraid of. I don't understand what a nightmare about climate change would even be unless I have to well, fucking hear about it every goddamn day for the rest of also, my life. Exactly. What are you doing to this child <laughs> that in know? the middle of the night they're thinking about climate change? Oh, God. And I, I, I do appreciate the balls on these people to think they're going to solve a problem like that. Right. <laughs> so you got to be, holy shit, you got to be uh, pretty impressed with yourself to think that that's, your, <laughs> that's what you're going to pull off in life. Oh, well, they're nine-year-olds scared. Let's get to work. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so obviously, I mentioned this earlier. Yay went on the Alex Jones show. I hadn't heard about it. Did yeah, he? well, he talked a lot about his appreciation for the Nazis 
and Hitler specifically. Sure. And uh, a lot of people were concerned about that. Not everyone, though. Mixed reviews. (laughs) Mixed reviews on that one, as you're going to see in this next clip. And I'm not even sure what's going on here. There's a a number of uh, black gentlemen. One of them has a microphone. I suspect they are members of the black Israelites. I believe I so. It seems like yeah. that. Yeah. And those people tend to be vocal. They, they like to hang out in street corners and yeah, they get their uh, yeah. opinions out. They there. get their opinions out and they're having a back and forth with a white gentleman who doesn't agree with everything that they're saying. Uh, just, just a fun clip. Oh, all, uh, all around. And I have to thank you for finding this one. Oh, it's saying something went wrong. Give me a second here. Oh God. Oh God. I'm running things a little differently on this show than I normally would. So We don't have producer Chris here. Producer Chris is fly, not here. Fly in the ointment. Yeah. And by the way, just so everyone knows what producer Chris's role is, is that while I'm fucking around with shit, he says something funny, and then you don't realize that I'm messing up. That's uh, Here's a little, here's a little story uh, to endear myself to the audience here. I'm doing WATP one week, mm-hmm. and Carl gets up and goes to the bathroom or something, so yeah. just me and Chris are talking. And I ask him a technical question about like uploading the podcast or something, and he goes, "Oh, I don't know what any of this does." <laughs> so, like, oh, <laughs> fun, fun backstory on producer Chris. I gave him that name as a goof, kind of okay. like how um, Dick Masterson has a life coach who's like a fat slob. It's right. just a funny thing to say. Yeah, like Blind Mike. Like I can see perfectly, <laughs> but. Just you know, I was gonna name. ask you. I was yeah. gonna ask you where you were. What's your take on the Stevie Wonder controversy? Because <laughs> there's a lot I of people who think he could see. I've I've seen the Mike Stand catch yes. video. Yes, and that is I, I could see myself doing that. Like if you know that it fell or something, just throwing your hand out on instinct. But maybe my favorite story ever. Uh, Shaq was on like one of the late night shows, Kimmel or Fallon or something. Yeah. And he said he lived in Stevie Wonder's building. And one day, Stevie's walking out of the building, and uh, Shaq is walking in. Or, uh, or Stevie's in the elevator, actually, and Shaq gets in the elevator mm-hmm. and doesn't say a word. And Stevie Wonder goes, what's up, Shaq? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. So what's your take on this? That's suspicious. That that's is very suspicious. suspicious. But I think he's pulled it off so well that if that's the one story, like... Give it to him. You know what I mean? Like, if he pulled off blind that well for 70 years or whatever it's been. Well, you could say that, but then I don't know what to think. Because, you know, I make it fun of flat earthers all this time. And then what if it turns out that that's correct, too? I'm going to look like a fool over here thinking that the earth is round that's, and rotating around the sun. That's what we're proving today, Carl. Nothing is real. <laughs> nothing, Joe Rogan eats babies. Nothing is and... real. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Okay. Um, anyway... So just to circle back on the producer Chris thing. So I gave him that name as like a goof, but then he actually started producing things for the show. So he produces the news and he produces our intros. And so he actually does produce stuff just during the show. I kind of run the show during. Gotcha. So I I don't want to like totally dismiss everything. He's playing coy with me then. Yeah. I mean, no, no, he wasn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't (laughs) upload the episodes. I do all the shit, but I'm saying he does produce certain things, certain segments and things for us. All right. Let's get up to the black Israelites here. They're always fun. <laughs> what a transition. Why don't I feel good about yeah. what's on you? You don't think that was the best segue I could have done, Mike? All right, let's get to the black Israelites. <laughs> so, Mike, a guy who has actual radio experience, I'm looking forward to the Not notes really. you give me after this. <laughs> I can't wait to see what I could have done. I think better. I was on late night on EEI once. <laughs> okay. 
No, didn't you work for a radio station? Yeah, yeah. I worked, but I worked. In, I was the lowest level. I worked in promotions, which is maybe the shittiest job on the planet. Oh, you're the guy who has to go to the bars and like hand out yeah. pins. Yeah. To hey, people. here's a koozie. Yeah, <laughs> oh, brutal. Okay, yeah. All right, I wouldn't say I worked for a radio station either. Then. <laughs> Just want to correct the record. <laughs> yeah, okay. Feel good about that. Why don't I feel good about yeah. what Kanye is saying? Both of them and Kyrie. What they got going on? Well, I'll talk Hold on, that's a great Kanye question. Happened. Just yeah. Uh, why don't you feel good about what Kyrie what? and what? Ye are saying? What's like, your listen, problem? Not only do we disagree with you, we can't even fathom why you would have an issue with this. <laughs> what's <laughs> What's your beef, fella? <laughs> right, what about Kanye? Why you don't feel good about what you And he's crazy. You're half Jewish. Yes, and he's crazy. <laughs> he's disgusting. By the way, is anyone half Jewish? Is that a no, thing? I mean, come on. I think if your mom is Jewish, then you're Jewish. That's what they say. Yeah. yeah if your dad's Jewish. Jewish, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm one sixteenth Jewish. All right. <laughs> <laughs> saying the Nazis are cool and saying the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah, no, we support Hitler. He's in stunned disbelief. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> he goes, well, the, the crazy thing that Ye said was that he supported the Nazis and he likes Hitler. Like, yeah, what's crazy about that? What's your problem here? He's like, he wasn't ready for that response. Like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I like that he's like, all of you? And like, if one guy raised his hands, like, actually, I'm not quite sure I'm convinced. <laughs> the, the black guy with the microphone, though, I thought Patrice O'Neill was dead. This guy's got some fucking edgy <laughs> jokes up here. Holy shit. Some hard Hitler opinions. Hitler knew who the real Jews was. Ah! Right? Hitler wasn't oppressing my people. He was coming for your necks. Hold on a second. Uh, sir. <laughs> Does this guy think that Hitler liked black people? Is that what he now, thinks? Now, I'm no history buff. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, Mike, no matter how World War II would have turned out, I'd be fine. I, I was going to be okay either way on that That's one. That's true. A handsome Aryan man, he is. Right? And let me give, let me give you a wake-up call, man. You're not a Jew. You're not Jew, right? You're the, you're the seed of the devil, man. Right? These brothers are so on, 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 on these platforms, Kanye, Kyrie, shaking things up. It's because it's a great awakening happening. Right? The real Jews. Hell yeah. I'm shoot, convinced now. And these so-called fake Jews who stole our identity are going to go into slavery. Right? Because you're not, you're, because you're not a Jew, right? Did the Holocaust happen? It did happen, and we're and we glad that it happened. Did, uh, <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> That's the mic drop moment right there. The Holocaust happened? Yeah, of course it did. Wasn't that awesome? <laughs> like, okay. You hear in the guy's over. voice. You hear in the guy's voice, he's like, ah, damn it. I thought I had him <laughs> yeah, on the Holocaust. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was going to try to make you look like a fool, but that's a pretty good comeback to that one. Imagine being this guy's buddy, and you're just trying to like get to lunch. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to teach these black yeah. fellas a lesson about <laughs> I see about informed over here. Let me drop some knowledge bombs. Come on, on these man. We're not going to change their minds. <laughs> By the way, isn't it kind of funny that they never did lock up any Germans in the U.S.? Like, Germans were never sent to camps in the U.S., only the Japanese. That is funny. You think there was a conversation? They're like, all right, so who's the enemy? Well, it's the Italians, the Germans, and the Japanese. Yeah, let's lock up that last one you said. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough to tell. The Italians and Germans would have been a little tougher to differentiate. Like, the Japanese will be easier. That'll be a lot easier. It'll be a lot easier for all of us. I love some of the comments in here. The first one is, thank God they can't be racist. Could you imagine what it would be saying if they could? And then my favorite one here is roof Koreans are licking their chops right now. <laughs> roof. Anyway, that's not fun. That's no, not no. funny, Mike.
No, there's nothing funny about racial humor. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that in any single way. All right, here's a segment that I want to do on the show. I hate Facebook. I think Facebook is the most annoying of all of the social media networks. And the reason why is because everyone's depressing on there. And maybe it's right. just my feed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start looking at my Facebook feed, something I haven't done in years and years, just to let you guys know what I see when I go to Facebook. And if I'm seeing different shit than everyone else, then please let me know. Maybe I need to get new friends and family, which is very possible. I just... suspect it's pretty common because, like, I got off Facebook because, like, when I start when I was in high school and college, yeah. it was just dumb kids posting right. like rap lyrics and TV quotes. And then it, one day it became. I remember when it pivoted when there was a kid in my high school who I never knew his political opinion on everything on anything. Yeah, like you know, virtually yelling at my friend on Facebook about some half-assed political take that he had. And I was like, oh, okay, this is not a fun place anymore. Oh, the politics are the worst. But let me, let me just um, give you some highlights when I was looking through my Facebook feed earlier today okay. of what I saw. Uh, my friend Cedric's cat died. And okay. uh, he wants his, and he had a, a photo of the cat, and he says he hopes that his cat finds his sister. Yeah, that's important that we all treat pets like human beings. I think it's a good road we're going down that, yeah. like, people call themselves dog moms and act like they have children. I think that's very healthy. So I lost a cat last year, and it was a very depressing day at my house. Uh, uh, and the last thing it. I wanted to do was share that with the world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone in my well, family. Worst, I gotta say, if the cat just died, that's not as bad as someone that posts. Well, it's been eight years since, <laughs> yeah. since Snowflake left us. <laughs> Can you believe it's been seven months, three weeks, and two days to the day that Snowflake left us? Uh, someone in my family was at an arts and crafts event in an elementary school in a gymnasium, which is already depressing. And uh, this person in my family was the only person wearing a cloth mask. And, and she was taking photos of this. I don't know what the point of that was. We're still doing that. I saw something the <laughs> other day where, like, on on Twitter or something, some politician was getting shit because in one place she did wear a mask and in one place she didn't. Yeah. It's like we've all kind of moved on. We've all moved on. It's yeah. <laughs> well, you fooled us for two years and now we're done. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. The, the jig is up, as they say. <laughs> you got us. Hey, congratulations on a good prank. Right, you this, got us. Th this is the person who'd still be going to Millie Vanilli concerts if they were touring. It's like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? <laughs> they're, they're not the ones who are actually singing these songs. It's um, all still real to me. My friend, Mark, <laughs> my friend Mark, posted a blurry picture of a cocktail to let everyone know that he was out for dinner. Last night. That's it's always people important. of you people of your age bracket do that? <laughs> yes. That's that insane. Is humiliating. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Martinis um, with the boys. <laughs> Christine posted a pic of a guy wearing a rifle in a Starbucks with the caption, Don't mind Larry. He just got back from three tours of duty in White Manistan. What does that mean? He's a white guy. Oh, okay. He was in White Manistan. Right. <laughs> By the yeah. way, what does that mean is the proper response to that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to feel bad about that one. Three tours he did there in White Manistan? <laughs> Pretty good joke, Pretty huh? There's too many words in there. He just got back <laughs> from three tours of duty in White Manistan. Like, he didn't have to use all of those words. We get it. I'm just imagining that done like in a stand-up routine and the, the cheers after, like, yeah, that's our big closer. <laughs> right. Um, Husey. 
who I didn't realize I was even friends with on Facebook. Is he, is, he, uh, is he dying? Can we contribute to his, his fund? I Husey heard he was very is ill. still alive. I went on his show earlier. Actually, yesterday I did his show, and he was alive, so that's good. Thank God. I know. Um, he posted three pics of himself out drinking very large draft beers with people I can only assume are his parents. They were <laughs> the best medicine. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, and then uh, I'll close it off with this one. My friend Dan posted the suicide hotline and asked people to please repost the number. No. That is, listen, as a man who has wanted to kill himself for three decades, yeah, <laughs> I'll find it. I'll, I'll find the number <laughs> when I need it. <laughs> now, here's, here's my question on that one. It's obviously a cry for help if you're posting the suicide hotline number. Yes. And now it's on fucking me because I haven't opened up fucking Facebook. Now I have to reach out to this guy and be like, listen, if you ever need someone to talk to, if there's anything I can do for you, it's like, dude, I don't want this responsibility right now. Well, apparently, not only is it not on you, you've turned to the internet to be like, can you believe this asshole? <laughs> I'm doing just the opposite. I guess well, my look point, at this prick. He should kill himself. My point is this, and we need a stinger for this segment, because I'm going to continue to do these, these Facebook updates. Okay. Uh, my point is this. Leave the content creating to the professionals, all right? That's my problem, I think, yes. with most social media, is that most people shouldn't have a voice. Right. right. Meanwhile, we're doing the equivalent of Carl yelling at people to get off his lawn. <laughs> Correct. With like my <laughs> megaphone is an important megaphone. <laughs> Those assholes need to stop it already. All right. You ready to move on to another fun video? Yes, sir. I have uh, what you called a strange stand-up set. <laughs> yeah, this is, I guess, someone dealing with a heckler, but it also like. It gets very personal, and it's. I don't know if he's doing stand up for like his family or something. I couldn't really tell. Okay, I, I, let me. Before we watch it, I'll read to you what's going on here. Please. So the guy. Well, you know what? Let's watch it first. I, I don't want to give away the ending. Okay. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Because if I, if I read you the explanation, but I, I do know why what we're about to see occur occurs. And this is on uh, Reddit. And actually, this video led me to another subreddit that I want to show you. Oh, beautiful. That's one of the things we want to do. We have some different ideas for segments and things. But yeah. we there's some weird reddits out there, subreddits. Yeah, there's a lot of to... weird stuff in all direct, whether it's like yeah. political or sexual or whatever. Right. There's, a bu there's a bunch of rabbit holes we could go down. Exactly. So, And we're always looking for suggestions and stingers and, and whatnot. But uh, all right, let's check out this video that, that Mike found for us. Ray, have a seat. Ray, Ray, if you put your hands on me again, if you put your hands on me again, if you put... If you're listening to this on the podcast, let me just explain. This is some kind of open mic that's happening in Vegas. It's a pretty sad looking scene. There's probably like a dozen people in this place. There's a guy with a tinfoil hat who has approached the man with the microphone. And the man with the microphone does not want him anywhere near him as he's trying to do his open mic comedy set. Understandable. Put your hands on me again, you're gonna fucking regret it. Okay? Go sit down. Go sit down. Go sit down. Ray, go sit down. You wonder why nobody likes you, bro. I like him. <laughs> Jesus. Zuma could kill for a crowd this lively. <laughs> yeah, no shit. He's getting a good response right now. He's probably gonna. You, you know he's gonna post on Facebook. Great set last night. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Start the fucking show, asshole. <laughs> that's always a good. 
That's always a good introduction. All right, I want to bring up right now the comedy stylings of Bill. Bill, start the fucking show, asshole. Who is that surly at an open mic? Like, I want to see some fucking comedy yeah, from some amateurs. <laughs> I don't get my way. Listen, I don't get my way. I'm gonna start shooting you right now. What I tell you? What I tell you? I fucked up. I wasn't showing the video this whole time. I'm so sorry. My bad. I, I pulled the video down so I could do the Facebook thing and I forgot to tell. Let me just show you the end of this again. My uh, bad on that. Everyone, you were watching like me. That's fun. That's right. And stop making fun of me. You did that all by yourself, Wayne. No. You did that all by yourself. You, you lied to me. Throw a tantrum. I'm a 60-year-old baby. I don't get my way. Listen. I don't get my way. I'm going to start shooting you right now. Walked up to, there's no stage. They're just on the floor. This guy starts walking very quickly towards the man with the microphone, and he kicks him either in the balls or the gut. It's hard to tell, but that guy goes down fast. Imagine you're just at. What's that, Mike? Imagine you're just at comedy at the Carlson and Vinny's performing, and you you're just sitting in the crowd, and this happens. <laughs> oh my god, I would love Listen, it. Listen, bitch. <laughs> as long as Vinny's the one getting kicked, I would love it. <laughs> And slow mo, oh, it's hard to tell where he got hit, but that's some good. That's some good contact. I've been watching World Cup. That was a pretty good kick, guy. right there. That's how hecklers should be handled. <laughs> Correct. Look at if security's not going to deal with this thing, then you got to do. All right, here's the explanation for this. Okay, the guy that got laid out is called Ray Dizone. Yes. He is a really shitty local comic and has a reputation for being a disruptive asshole at other people's shows in Vegas. He calls himself an anti-comic, which is how he tries to turn the fact that he isn't funny into a feature and not a bug. Or, as he describes it, I am a famous anti-comic, meaning that my comedy is so bad it's actually good. He is incorrect. It's just so bad <laughs> he should sit down. Oh, I feel like we might have a character. We might have to look into this guy's comedy. <laughs> yeah, I know. This guy, Raid Zone is his Raid name. R-A-D-E Zone. Get to work, folks. Send me these clips. <laughs> well, it, so what's interesting is that in this explanation, I found a link to this other subreddit called Sit Down. Okay. And it's kind of a dead subreddit, unfortunately. But what it is, it's people finding people who shouldn't be doing comedy. And they're saying, don't stand up. Sit down. <laughs> and this is a fun video that I found where someone watches someone tell a joke and then gives advice on how to punch it up, you know, without someone asking like, Hey, by the way, can you make my joke funnier? <laughs> this guy just comes right oh, in and goes, great. all right, that was okay. But here's this what is, I would have done. This is like, I love stand up. Like I do a podcast called why are you laughing about the history of stand up, which is fantastic. I'm torn. Oh, thank you. I'm torn between whether I prefer great stand up or terrible stand up. Because like, it's either like Dave Chappelle or Tom Myers in my mind are my two favorites. I honestly, if Tom Myers or Stuttering John Melendez were within a four-hour drive of me, I'm going to that show. <laughs> yeah, you know we saw I mean? it. That was a, the first gearhead outing with me and uh, me and me and the listeners of the Blind Mike Project. Was we 
went to Brendan Schaub oh, at right. Laugh Boston. That's right. I heard you talking about that. It was quite a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Does he sell that out? He did five shows? Uh, at our show, there was a little bit of legroom. Okay. <laughs> our, the group that we bring, there was like 12 or 15 of us. We were probably 10% of the crowd, I would say. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. God. All right. Let's... Um... You know, I can't bring myself to get into the Brendan job. I feel like it's oversaturated. I feel like how other people feel about centering John. Yeah. Where you're like, I mean, doing this. (laughs) I know. And and I know Royce and Mersh are kind of the kings of it. Yeah. They came on my show and we broke down um, the, uh, what's it called? Fighter and the Kid. Yeah. And I was just going to watch an episode and talk about it. Those guys went hard and deep fast. I was like, oh, okay. I'll get out of the way, guys. You go. I love Schaub. And listen, I've copied Royce with Brendan Schaub. I've copied you when I talk about Stuttering John. Mm-hmm. But there's only one podcast that talks about Richard Ojeda. So you have to come yes. to me for that kind of content. Dude, your Richard Ojeda episode was fantastic, dude. <laughs> and and I, th- that's what's crazy about me. Maybe I just don't have time for all this. But you, you see Richard on Stuttering John, too, and you go, this guy's a lunatic. But I've never gone yeah. and just watched his show. He is so violent. Well, it's he sad since he left. everyone. Since he left YouTube, I don't know if he still has the same violent outburst. It's sad. Yeah. He I mean, left it's the probably same good time. for his mental health, but it's sad. He left the same time that John did, right? He did, yeah. I think they're going to come back together in mid-January. That's that's what I hear, so hopefully that's true. All Fingers right, let's, crossed. Let's check this out. Uh, the title of this is, This Guy Giving Stand-Up Advice. At the delivery window, they hit you up like, we're so sorry. Here's a gift card for $3 million. <laughs> that was- so the punchline was... At the window, they messed up the order. They go, we're so sorry. Here's a gift card for $3 million. All right. And now okay. this is a, another person who's responding to that. Million <laughs> That was a pretty funny joke. Um, I like the setup a lot. It's it's definitely relatable. Um, but I think for the punchline, honestly, I would change it up a little bit. I think $3 million is too unrealistic. And so the audience will be distracted by that. Um, so then they won't really understand the punchline and they won't really think it is funny. So I would say something more like, like $50 because obviously they're not going to give you $50, but that's just enough. That's just unreasonable enough to where it's funny. So, um, you should probably rewrite that and, and try it out at the next set. All right. So this guy's advice is change the dollar amount. <laughs> That's Do I sound like this much of a douche when I'm breaking down comedy? <laughs> no, you definitely do not. <laughs> when I'm like, guys, Bob Newhart is pretty underrated. <laughs> I just love that advice. He goes, I like the joke. I get the joke. Setup's good. Punchline, change $3 million to $50, and that's going to crush. Like It's either a good joke or it's not. I mean, the exaggeration yeah. part is the fun. I also Part love the of idea of like like uh, on Sam Morell and Mark Norman's podcast, they'll throw out bits and kind of work on them together, which yeah. I actually think is interesting. Sure. When it's two successful, very funny comedians. Yeah. What I love is two douchebag open micers. Like, how do we tweak this one? <laughs> All right. Uh, now I want to switch gears to a guy you're very familiar with, Dave Portnoy. Oh, okay. A man who I believe bleaches his asshole. I've heard rumors. <laughs> and I guess he's got a watch company. So there's a there's a gentleman <laughs> who has um, some thoughts about his marketing. 
Okay. And wants to give him some advice. Actually, why don't you set this up? You, you're, you're the one who knows about this. I hope it's helpful. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I know this video or not. Did I send this to you? Uh, yes, you did. I did. I yes. can't remember this. All right. Well, I'll, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll continue setting it up then. <laughs> so apparently Dave Portnoy started this watch company. His watches cost like 2500 bucks a piece. Yeah. And this gentleman you're going to see in this TikTok video critiqued the way that he presents the marketing, I guess, is what you would say. And oh, Dave he, came back yeah. at him, and now this guy comes back again at Dave and explains specifically what he would have done and shows you what he would do to make it better. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, it's very interesting. So Portnoy essentially created a watch company. He created a company that is by the common man for the common man. Yeah. And then years later, created a company that sells watches for $3,000. Right. And... Uh, yeah, people have been telling them how he how he should have done it, how he could improve upon that. All right, so here's here's one example of that. So Dave Portnoy, the barstool guy, is very upset that I've done a teardown of his new watch brand, and here's video footage from his latest press conference. Um, off to a start, buddy. There's a reason you're in your basement on TikTok, and I start one of the best media companies this fucking century. I know something about marketing. Is this guaranteed to work? No. In the I would actually counter that at a $2,400 price point. He's totally missed the mark on marketing. And he says he's been working on this for the past two years. Here's how I would update everything in like an hour. First things first, this logo absolutely has to go. First, super plain vanilla font. Second, the eye in the brick is supposed to be a brick, but at small scales, like on a watch face, it's completely unreadable and just looks like a mistake. Third, the main thing drawing visual attention here is watch company. I have no idea if this guy's want. right, but what I love is a guy confidently critiquing someone. I'll just mm. believe it. Well... <laughs> I, I do have to tell you, this video triggered me a little bit because second guessing marketing is something that I used to have to sit in meetings for hours, torturously going through because with marketing, there's no right or wrong answer. You test things, you try things. However, I will say that everything this guy says is not wrong. Yeah. I mean, there's something, so there's something to Portnoy, like he has such a loyal audience and he has done a lot of things very well. So there's something to him, to him putting his name behind a watch brand and maybe it'll just sell. The crit criticism that I've seen online is that they are $40 watches for $2,400. I don't know if that's true. I've never seen can, the watches. You can get away with that yeah. if you present yourself in the right way. That's where that's why marketing is so important for a watch company like this. And I think that's this guy's point. Right. He's going, look at there's, there's a way to sell something that should cost 40 bucks for $2,400. You're not yeah. doing it. And actually, here's so he, first he's picking on the, the logo. The font is terrible. And he's right that it's brick watch company, but brick is so small and watch company is so large that you just see watch company. So it doesn't really mean anything. This looks like a mistake. Third, the main thing drawing visual attention here is watch company when you actually want it to be brick. And there's a mismatch between the name and how this font feels. So here's what I would do. Your eyes are drawn to brick, not watch company. This nice, thick serif font feels sturdy, much like a brick. The stacking of the words feels like a brick. And the serif fonts feel more traditional, like it has heritage. And look how nicely a brick would sit on top of that. The word So he, he made a new logo for him. And I would agree, although it's very subjective, that it's a much better logo than the one that okay. they're currently using at the brick watch company. That's sweet of him. All right, so now he's going to tell him how his Instagram page sucks. And okay. again, everything that he critiques here, I would have to agree with. And look how nicely a brick would sit on top of that. The worst offender is the Instagram page. When you're selling a premium luxury product, especially at $2,400, you cannot afford to have such cheap art direction here. 
just looks like a bunch of stock photography. And these last two posts are really chaotic. I mean, come on, attention to detail is lacking here. The profile picture isn't even properly centered, so you just have this white peeking out at the bottom. Amateur hour. Here's what I would do instead. Gray, white, monochromatic, feels very elevated, appeals to guys, masculine. Looks like there's some attention to detail here, some fine worksmanship, tell the story about always earned. When I see something like this, I'm like, okay, yeah, that might be a couple grand. And it's not like you don't have these pictures. I found all these online. I already covered the website in my earlier video, but looks like a cheap cologne website. <laughs> I think it's just hilarious to listen to this, guys. This. Yeah. Because usually so when Portnoy gets into arguments with people, it's fuck you, no fuck you. Right. <laughs> this guy is just critique, like succinctly like no i'm trying to help you here's some information <laughs> no that that's what i liked about this too that that's why i included this in the show because marketing is subjective and you could have an argument about it and, and dave could come back with his reasoning and rationale but this guy is obviously well thought out and he's like well you're just in your basement what the fuck do you know he's like well here i, I redesign your website for you and i redesign your instagram page and here's how i would market it here's a, here's a logo you should use it's like yeah, yeah. he's right about all of these things these, these are all upgrades from what I think they're currently doing. I think that's why I included it because, like, the argument that I saw a lot on the Barstool Reddit mm -hmm. was people like, fucking Dave thinks he's a watch salesman now. He's making a shit pro. Like, they, yeah. there was a lot of talk shitting on these watches, but it was all coming from people who obviously don't know watches either. This guy seemed to know what he was talking about. Yes. Yes. Correct. Um, all right. We're, we're hitting an hour, but I have a few more things that I want to get to. I, I wanted to keep this an hour. I have a hard time with that. Mike, All right. as you Should know. Should we pick the best? I'm having fun. Should we well, pick like the best two or three and just stick to them? Yes, here we go. All right. Here we well, do you have a suggestion then? Do you remember what's hmm. left? <laughs> I I have a really quick one. Okay. That I that I do I do remember. Uh do you have the ASMR? Oh clip? Jesus, I knew you were gonna say that. Yes. <laughs> I have the ASMR. It's very clip. short. I just want to be topical and trendy. We're talking about social media. I want to show everyone that I'm hip. So you guys are probably thinking about the show Wednesday on Netflix. And if you're not, I am going to stick it in your memory right now. <laughs> Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams. All right, I do not get ASMR <laughs> at all. I find it very much a, a put off. I, it's not appealing to me in any single way. Well, a lot of people would disagree, and if you're not, if anyone's not familiar with ASMR, people jerk off to what we just heard. <laughs> right, and by the way, I respect feet people more than people who jerk <laughs> off to this shit. Just a, now, there are also I, I actually think even weirder than jerking off to it, there's people that will like fall asleep to something like that. Oh, like, oh yeah, God. I just use it to go to bed. The the lip smacking and the uh I I hate it. Dude, I literally go in and edit out people lip smacking on who are these podcasts because I can't <laughs> fucking stand it. It gets me so, you should see the looks I give Trucker Andy in the studio over here. I get so fucking annoyed with that. And then <laughs> who for some discovered reason, like hey I gotta, I, I gotta jerk off real quick. Would you mind chewing an apple and whispering your name? <laughs> <laughs> like who found, who first found that? Oh god! And then um, here's a fun one. This is uh, the heroic tale of a woman who can't eat vegetables. It's another oh, TikTok. Yeah, Kelly, we've been married seven years. You're cooking me. I'm out of here. When Patrick's cooking, I'm usually in the living room watching TV because I don't even like being in the kitchen. Kelly can't stand to smell or even touch most foods. 
All right, so the caption here is, woman who eats nothing but cheese and potatoes tries to eat vegetables. So here's her yeah. husband cooking up some vegetables for her. I'll tell you, my main issue with this is that the music and the tone of it mm-hmm. is like someone overcoming adversity. Right. When it's really a girl that's at a shit, like like me, I'll, I eat fucking bread and pasta and shitty foods, but it's not a, if I reach for an apple in the fridge, I'm not getting a hero's welcome. <laughs> Maybe you should. Apparently. Maybe you should, Mike. Especially vegetables. Well, I want you to try this because this is a green vegetable. So he cuts the tiniest little piece of like a Brussels sprout or something. The and... rea- well, I think all we really need to play is the reaction because yes. it's one of the greatest reactions yeah. to anything. Every time I've tried to cook her a little something extra, she just refuses. Just try a little taste. Her hand is shaking. She can't get the fork up to her mouth. She smells it. That's the reaction my wife has to semen, by the way. All she did was smell a vegetable. <laughs> She's so put off by it. She can't take it. I can't. I can't. Come here, baby. <laughs> so my problem with this, Mike, is in the title it says, woman who tries to eat vegetables. I would argue she's not even trying. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a good try right hey, there. Carl, don't you hear? She's just been waterboarded. Give her a little, <laughs> cut her some slack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much the, uh, the main part of that that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, I would say so. I have another segment that I want to, well, there's two other segments I want to do. I'm going to say, because of time, we're not going to do, but we will do in the future, Okay. Movie reviews of movies we haven't seen. We're going to okay, just watch a movie trailer, and then we'll both give our movie review yes. just from watching the trailer. I wanted to do Falling for Christmas, that new Netflix movie starring What's Your Tits. I'll give my review. It's fucking horrible. It's terrible. I haven't it's seen the, the trailer, but I'm going to guess. <laughs> it's, it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> but the other thing I wanted to do, because this, I'm going to be ripping off something from the Drew and Mike show here, but it's okay, because Drew Lane texting me this morning when he saw that we were doing the show and he goes, oh, this is great. You guys got to do, you got to talk about these these thirsty women who need compliments really badly on okay. social media. Ooh. So what we're going to see found here. It's not stealing if you say you're stealing, you know? Well, also, if the guy you're stealing from goes, girl, do that. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you got it. So All right, this, I'm in. this is a woman named Erica Francis. She's on Fox 2 Detroit. Okay. She's an anchor woman. On the news. And this is uh, a recent post that she put up on Instagram. And there's a photo of her and it says, I've changed my hair nearly four times so far this AM, LOL. Bad hair day for sure. However, ladies, you might as well pull it back today because it's going to be windy. Now, she's a very attractive woman. Her hair looks okay. fantastic. Uh, I mean, there's there's nothing in here you'd be like, oh man, poor poor Erica. <laughs> what, what a rough go she's having at it. <laughs> but this is what annoys the shit out of me, is yeah. what everyone responds. And I'm gonna rip off uh, another friend of mine, uh, Brandon McAfee, who does the voice. You're still cute. Keep it up, Erica. Absolutely <laughs> stunning. But you're very right. Bad hair. All the hairspray in the world isn't going to save anyone's hair. Oh, oh, I hate trying to like neg her in a cute way. Yeah. Like, oh, I agree. Your hair's not great. It's not up to snuff. Really says, you always look good. <laughs> Still looks great, oh. Erica. Have a great day today. 
this is great. That's another. You, you're right. This needs simps need yes. to be exposed simps. as much as any. Well, it's it's the thirsty thirst traps and the simps who are are collaborating on this nonsense <laughs> that we have to <laughs> yeah. see out here. Still absolutely gorgeous. And in real life, they would never. This woman would never interact with the, no. the trolls. It has nothing to do with these assholes. <laughs> yeah. No matter what kind of hairstyle you have, you always look beautiful every morning. And I straight up wake up every morning, and you're the first woman I see. God bless you. Uh, creepy. Ugh. I mean, why not just say you're jerking off to her on the news? <laughs> that's what you're trying to say. I'd have much more respect for that guy. I'd be much more likely to be friends with the guy that's like, I'm cranking it right now. Nice picture. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy I'm hitting up. <laughs> hey, what are you doing, Lander? You want to grab a beer? Um, and then I'm just looking at some of the other comments from another post that she put up. Here's, a, here's the post that she put up for people. Color and cut by George, the owner of Six Salon. So she just got her hair done. She, her makeup is ridiculous. She's got a fucking pound of makeup on her face looks great and uh every comment underneath this she has personally liked so that's how you know how much attention she needs you're already on tv but she needs so <laughs> much attention that she goes through she looks at every comment as it comes in and gives it a thumbs up it's I'll embarrassing admit, if you tweeted me saying you like my podcast you're getting a like i'm like ooh, i'm flattered <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough mike's a little thirsty too guys i, I think that's bit, what yeah. we're that's what we're fighting out right now. All right. Cool. Well, um, some of the other ideas that we have are uh, self-helpless. So looking at inspirational messages posted by people like Gary Vee and Steve Harvey. Yeah, Tony there's Robbins. A, yeah, there's a lot of people. Even the not famous ones, the the inspirational messages. Those are honestly better, actually. Oh, God. They're, they're the worst. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to do? Uh, trending downward. You want to talk about that? So basically the idea, the example I gave to Carl was like the other day, like when uh, Kirstie Alley died the other day, um, I was looking for examples. I couldn't find any great ones, but I found a few people that were like, let's not forget she's an alt-right MAGA piece of shit. And it's like, okay, that's what you're thinking of the day she died. So stuff like that, where it's like a trending topic, but the worst take on it, I guess. Yeah. And that's, by the way, we could fill that with stuttering John shit. All fucking yes. day long because he gets right in there and asks people to do his show and tries to promote himself. But uh, yeah, that's that's a great idea. So yeah, we have a lot of ideas for the show and uh, and segments, but I think this has gone pretty well today. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. call it. I had a lot. Of, yeah, like we said, this is a lot looser version of what it will be. I think it'll kind of progress naturally, hopefully. Well, can I tell but you yeah. something that's funny? Because you and I we had a, a quick meeting about how this might go. Yeah. And uh, you were saying how you really like the structure of who are these podcasts and the different recurring <laughs> yeah. bits and the stingers. And I'm like, I really like how your show is kind of loose and you just got to do shit. So Both of us were like, can we not be doing the podcast <laughs> we're doing now? Yeah. I was like, I actually kind of like that better. That it's just like a page of prep and we just go through it and call it a day. So yeah. we'll probably land somewhere in the middle. A mix of both. Yeah. I would imagine. Um, Mark Conan, $5 Canadian. Thank you very much. Much love to the great WTP. Boyd, Mike, Vinny, and the rest of the gang. Carl, please post Cardiff's re-recorded intro somewhere i need it oh god oh, do i do i have that somewhere because that is a uh fantastic theme song done by of course uh doug from the jingles department who did our, our song as well
I should have told you to get your cassette deck out and hit record on that so that you could have gotten your copy of uh, that song. I apologize. Uh, Benjamin Thank Cohen, 499. This section is thrilling without Carl sharing his Facebook page to the stream. Uh, so that's going back to when I was doing my Facebook thing. Look, I'm not going to out all my friends and family. I'm just going to explain to you what's going on. I'm not going to show <laughs> the actual posts. I think that would be a dick move, right? I like if we just ran out of shit, but felt like we had to do the segment, and you're like, uh, yeah, and it's uh, James's birthday today. <laughs> you're <laughs> right. Telling me facts. Yeah, we just showed it in real time. And honestly, most of it was advertisements. I was, I was a little surprised. I'm like, social media, are you just in it for the money? What's going on here? Good for Zuckerberg. Yeah, good for him. I'm glad he's doing so well. Um, let's see. What else we got? Kinky Loco coming in. This has been the best Who Are These Socials ever. <laughs> Thank you. It's only downhill from here, Mike. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. There were no laughs. MP3 for uh, it looks like two pounds. We're, we're overseas over here. Um, David Chandler, nine ninety nine. Story's already BS. I'm sorry, I don't remember which story that was, but uh, there were people complaining about one of the stories that we we told on here and said that it was fake or people didn't believe it. I don't know. Hmm. That I told. Well, I mean, it was your prep. Damn it. I'm not blaming you. I'm sure you I got did, something wrong. You did do most of the work. But. <laughs> uh, let's see. David Chandler again for 999. Oh, yeah. What about the signed bus pass? Hmm. Bet you don't have that. Oh, okay. That's probably referring to the these... uh, Darren Ravel. <laughs> yeah. The Darren Ravel. Uh, the fact that he collects autographed over nine autographed pieces from MLK. <laughs> By the way, was MLK Jr. just like signing autographs all day? I didn't realize that was one of the things that he was doing. He would do uh, like card shows. Yeah, you know, right, like, like exactly. Danny, Danny, I want to meet MLK. <laughs> We're going to go see Pete Rose if we have time. Then we can go over to the MLK booth. But uh, Mookie Wilson is there this weekend. And <laughs> Dude, I've seen, I, I think the reason why I thought Pete Rose immediately, I've been to yeah. Vegas like uh, Caesars. Yeah. And in Caesars, they have that huge mall, and there's like a sports memorabilia place. And I saw Pete Rose there once doing like a signing, and literally yeah. nobody gave a fuck. Really? Just standing there by himself. Look, that looked so embarrassing. Poor bastard. Um, that first thing we did, White Shenanigans, uh, yes. Fisker Whisker things, that could be the alt name for this show. I like that. Well, White Shenanigans. I'd, I'd rather not bring race into this. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like the code. We all know that it's called White Shenanigans. But <laughs> uh, David Chandler, again, 1999. So my cousin's neighbor gave this to him to give to me to send to you to give to Mike. Okay, cool. Yeah, however you got <laughs> yeah, to get yeah, the money to us. I'll just send it over, and don't yeah. worry. I'll I'll handle it. We'll, we'll cure blindness in no time. Uh, I can't pronounce this word. Something wolf. Love you guys. Have some dollary dues. That's $10 Australian. Holy oh, shit, wow. people are up in Australia right now. I have no idea what time it is. That's a fun bit to do, trying to figure out what the what time it is in different places in the world. Yes. That should be the whole next podcast. <laughs> ah, what is it in Albania? <laughs> I love you guys. Oh, I already read that one. 
Uh, and then we're getting back to the beginning where I think I was reading these. Uh, Eddie Valentino, risking getting in trouble at work, but very worth it for the show. Keep up the great work. Hey, just do what I did. Just leave your job. Like, yeah, a start podcast a podcast. Is way more fun. Yeah. A few thousand subscribers on Patreon, and it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What the, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? That's so, so stupid. Um, and, and also, I do want to point out that if you aren't spending at least six of your eight hours slacking off, you're doing it wrong. Because exactly. that's what your coworkers are doing. What are you trying to do? Get ahead? <laughs> don't, don't be that guy. You're going to ruin it for the rest of them. Um, Mike, people should check out the Blind Mike Project. Uh, I believe blindmike.net. Yeah, blindmike.net. You can find all the links. Uh, Why You Laughing and the Blind Mike Project, both up there. All the free links. Or you can subscribe to the Patreon if you want. And we're doing... Um, uh, at, for now, you get the Why You Laughing episodes a week early, but starting in the new year, we're going to have a bunch of uh, like bonus episodes and mini episodes for Why You Laughing. So look forward to that. And I am a fan of, uh, of both of those shows, so people should definitely check that out. Jeff Eastman, $5. What is your favorite Pink Floyd album and why is it Animals? It is Animals, even though Dark Side of the Moon is probably a better album and I enjoy Animals more. Maybe it's not as played out. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? What's your favorite Pink Floyd I don't know. I don't. I don't go deep on any music. Like okay. I like. Uh, I like well, comfortably hold numb. On a that's my, that's my Pink Floyd knowledge. You're a, you're a blind guy, <laughs> and you don't like music. I know. I know. I get shit on for it, but I just went to comedy. Like if I'm listening to something, it's a podcast. Yeah. I don't know all why. Right. Fair enough. I guess that. I guess that makes sense. I'm a Taylor Swift guy. Uh, if you if you're here because of uh, Blind Mike Gear, if you're a gearhead then uh, I want to let people know that I do a show called Who Are These Podcasts? And uh, that's a show where we rip on people's podcasts. I'm going to have on uh, Gino Bisconti this weekend to talk about Misery Loves Company, which will be interesting. Fun fun Gino story. (laughs) Oh, go ahead. I did In Hot Water when it was still him and Aaron Berg. Yes. And uh, I was booked by like whoever their booker is, not them. So when I got on, they started asking me these questions that I don't understand. They're at, and I, I caught on pretty quickly. So there's a if you Google the name Mike Geary, yes, instead of Blind Mike, uh-huh. the first name that comes up is a guy who wrote a book. Like he does ab workouts and he wrote a book about it and shit like that. So they're asking me like all these health questions, and I'm like, guys, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and they go, so Gino's like, you're not this guy, and I was like, no. So all the prep they did on me was for someone else. I have to find that episode. I'm going to have to look that up. That's yeah, hilarious. Sure it's in the archive somewhere on uh, how, Compound How long Media. was your segment? It was probably on for like 20 minutes. Oh, or so. not, no. not, not crazy long. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, I was, uh, by the way. Oh, and the creep off too. I do a show with my buddy Vinny Paulino. It's a true crime show. Yes. It's a contest. It's the only true crime show made for men. So if you hate true crime like I do, check out the creep off. That's a lot of fun. We, we would do that. On uh, the Creep Off YouTube page every Monday at 1, there's also a podcast that you can find the feed for. Um, so I know that you went to the um, Skank Fest in Vegas. Yeah. You know, I was in New York doing a show with Kumia and mm-hmm. Brian Johnson. You could have come to that, but you chose Skank Fest. Uh, my, my loyalties lie on the West Coast. Yeah, uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, but I saw that Louis J. Gomez announced there's going to be a Skank Fest 23 in Vegas. Yes. As well. Yeah. Honestly, uh, it was kind of the perfect place for, like, they fit very well onto Fremont Street. (laughs) Like, it fit pretty perfectly. So, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, Mike, 
How do we get down there? How do we get the show? How do we get the podcast on Skankfest? Interesting. I'll I, start working on it. I mean, I, I know Ralph. Ralph's done my show before. I, I've, I've okay. talked to Lewis a little bit. but um, Lewis likes me yeah. when he remembers who I am. Okay. <laughs> Well, aren't, isn't there another blind Mike who works at Gas Digital? Oh, yeah. So here's so the other thing. So that fucks things up, too. So he probably thinks it's that guy. There's a gay blind Mike that yeah. works for Gas Digital. So and what's the difference like, again? He, <laughs> that's cute. I have a girlfriend, damn it. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I guess gay blind Mike lost his virginity at Skankfest and got his... What the fuck is happening? Oh, uh, I thought I heard a laugh track coming in. Yes, I have a crowd out there. The studio to your success, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gabe Blind Mike, I guess, got his dick sucked or lost his virginity at Skankfest. And people, there were a few people there that knew who I was and thought it was me. And <laughs> so I funny. had to be like, no, I didn't. <laughs> By the way, I, I've had sex before. <laughs> if you're a gay man and you don't lose your virginity at the age of like 13, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what so I mean? I think it's, I think it's that he's he's not actually gay but he had like a gay experience and they had to differentiate oh, him and me okay, so I he's see. gay blind mike oh, that sucks you know you, <laughs> yeah. you fuck one sheep <laughs> from that on out. that's right yeah. um gary crouch read this car i love the show love you gary and uh cherokee girl for six dollars you guys have to do the Kirk Minahan show on WATP. Oof, <laughs> maybe. How dare you? <laughs> maybe. I know Mike's you on that show uh, twice a week, so. I assume that's a Minifan in there. Yeah, I would imagine it is. I would imagine you brought some of those folks along. So, um, yeah, great great turnout for the show today. I'm doing a terrible job of ending it. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's do that now. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Carl. Yeah, Thanks, this, everyone. This has been fun. It's showtime. Down the other podcast one by one. That clip is why people make fun of you. This is all just for the radio. And why Mike? We want business to take care of. We are the number one podcast on the internet today. W A T S.